Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, inspire these words. Open our hearts and minds to be one in your love today. Amen. Please be seated. Today, recently, I am tired. But it is more than just tired. I am weary. Weary of this world. Weary of COVID. Weary of politics. Weary of arguing and disrespect. Weary of war. Of horrible news and images. Of senseless violence. I am weary. Before I became a priest, I taught French and Spanish at Marist Catholic High School for 22 years. I remember when I was doing my student teaching in a French classroom at South Eugene High School on May 21st, 1998. My mentor teacher was called away for an interview on a Canadian French-speaking radio station. His niece had been a student at Thurston High School. Throughout my time at Marist, I learned, and together with my students, we practiced lockdown drills. Turn off the lights, close the blinds, lock the door, sit on the floor, be quiet, away from the window and the door. And then later, we learned a new protocol, and first the staff and then the students were trained in active threat drills. Alice was the acronym and is the acronym, alert, lockdown, inform, counter, evacuate. Toward the end of my teaching career, I was tasked with talking to my students about the very real possibility of someone coming to our school intent on harming us. We learned how to barricade the doors and the windows, which routes were the safest exit from our rooms, depending on where the threat was. And finally, in the event that we couldn't safely evacuate, we learned how to counter, how to make it harder for someone to hurt us. Now this was something I never thought I would have to learn and teach my students when I began my teaching career. This week, I am weary. I came across this prayer. It was shared to us by our Bishop Diana Akiyama, Akiyama, and I believe it came from Bishop David Reed, the Bishop of the Diocese of West Texas. We'll use it today in our prayers of the people. And I found it helpful, and I pray that you will as well. The prayer says, O God, our Father, whose beloved son took, took children into his arms and blessed them. Give us grace to entrust your beloved children of Uvalde to your everlasting care and love and bring them fully into your heavenly kingdom. Pour out your grace and loving kindness on all who grieve. Surround them with your love and restore their trust in your goodness. We lift up to you our weary, wounded souls and make us instruments of your peace and children of the light. In the name of Christ, who is our hope, we pray. Amen. Today, with you, 
In today's gospel reading, Jesus prays for his disciples and for all those who would come to know and follow Jesus' way of love. He asks, not on behalf of these, I ask, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word. On behalf of those who will believe in Jesus through the word and the witness of the apostles and through them. That's us, the church today. We are the ones trying to believe this witness passed down to us from the first apostles to where we are here and now. Jesus' prayer for us and for this world is that we may all be one. Sometime after I began teaching at Marist in 1999, I learned that today's gospel reading from John is the basis, basis for that school's motto, we are one. And if you visit Marist, you can find it painted on the walls of buildings and on the gymnasium, in the classrooms, on team uniforms, hats, and shirts. And it's part of many opening chants and prayers. We are one. To come together, to be unified, to be one, is a tricky thing to do. But when it happens, it can produce an amazing and powerful force for good, for care, and for love in our broken world. I witnessed it in the girls' soccer teams and boys' golf teams that I coached. As players supported each other, encouraged and came together, willing one another on to their best performances. And I witnessed it in the classroom as we came together to include and value and work our best as a cohesive unit. And in the choirs and bands and cast members as they too came together as one to create amazing pieces of art. Together, we are truly able to accomplish so much more. And along the way, we find value, we find our place, belonging, and we find a community of love. One of my favorite things about Marist and the place where I really saw the We Are One enacted was at the encounters, Marist Junior Encounters. These are yearly retreats held for Marist boys and Marist girls at St. Benedict's Lodge on the Mackenzie River. Over three days, these groups of young people journey together and they discover who they are as individuals, who they are as a class and as a school community, and who they are as God's children. Here by the river and amidst the trees, they experience the radical transforming power of God's love. These experiences bring students together and bond them in ways never before imagined as they come to know just how loved they are, loved by their family and friends, by their community, and loved by God. Jesus prays today that they may be one, that we may be one, as God and Jesus are one. This is the prayer of Jesus for the disciples. This is the prayer of Jesus for us, for the church, and for our broken and hurting world today. Jesus' prayer entreats the loving parent God to help humanity become one. 
to experience the life-affirming and life-changing love that the Creator God has for Jesus, so that the world may know that you have loved them even as you have loved me, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. We are one if and when we come to realize that we too are loved with the same infinitely deep, unconditional love that exists between our loving God, the lover, and God's beloved, Jesus. We are loved by, with, and in love its very self. Especially in this time of enormous separation, and senseless violence. What can unite us, what does unite us, is the love of Christ. It is a unity that has its being in and grows out of this love of God. What can possibly unite our fractured world today? Love. Love always wins over and against and above every other thing no matter how terrible, unthinkable, unspeakable, love is there, God is there in Christ, suffering, sobbing, loving. You see, love is the last word. And when we come together, like we have done here today, when we come together to grieve, to support each other, to worship and pray, to be nourished at the table by the Eucharist, we are reminded of these words. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God's son, Jesus, came as a counterexample to the hatred, violence, and disunity of our world. In the Easter preface for our Eucharistic prayer, we proclaim, by his death, he has destroyed death. And by his rising to life again, he has won for us everlasting life. We are one. One in the love and in the hope of Christ. Yes, we grieve together. And somehow, together, we find a way to move forward. We share the message of God's love, of Jesus' life and prayer for us, that we become one in the love of God. Siblings in Christ, God's beloved children, each and every one of us, may we come together, united in the love and in the goodness of our loving God. Amen.